And it goes a little something like this. Hey, Motives. It's your girl, Tone Motivates. I hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. With us coming to the end, or I should say we are at the end of Black History Month, I would love to know how you guys contributed to pushing on history and um, just making it a point to contribute to positive impacts in our society and communities and things like that for all of those that are in um, into Black history, are Black, Moors, whatever you want to call it. I hope that you are striving and pushing yourself to be the best version of yourself. So today we're going to talk about communication. Now, did you know that communication helps build relationships by allowing us to share our experiences and needs and helps with connecting with others? Now, everything about you communicates something, right? So are you known as very talkative? Are you known as being quiet, um, only talk when spoken to? Are you boisterous? Are you seen as quote unquote aggressive or intimidating? I find that a lot of those things are um, said to those that communicate, not necessarily effectively, but communicate a lot. So I like to look at it as I am very big on communication. I think that as a mother, I did a wonderful job with helping my son communicate. He is very stern to be a teenager, but he's very articulate. He knows how to say what it is that he needs. Um, Sometimes you have to pull it out of him, but he's very on point with saying exactly what it is that he needs. Um, He's a very logical human being and stuff like that. So I do love that about him. Now, Words are only a small part of the message. So we all have heard like, yeah, you can hear somebody talk, you know, you can watch the way they communicate, but you also have to watch their body language. So a lot of times we go off of that as well. And I think that we should, because that is a part of communication, body language and stuff like that. A person could be sitting there and expressing to you one thing, but their body language is screaming something else. So I do watch out for that just how comfortable someone is in a situation where they're expressing themselves. I always make it a point to let people know that this is a safe place. Um, We're not going to sit here and dwell on negativity, but if you simply need to express yourself to get it out, I'm always that person that you can come to, especially if I know that I can come to you. So if it's a back and forth thing and we both can confide in each other, you can hit me up at any time. I'll listen. I'll give my opinion because I can do the same with you. Now, with that being said, communication also creates a co-reality, right? So I can sit and I can tell someone, hey, I like this, I like this, I like that. But with acting a different way, what am I actually saying? I'm creating a co-reality that I want this and that and this, but I'm acting a different way, which pretty much contradicts everything that I communicated that I wanted, right? So are we clear with what we say as far as communication? 
Are you telling people and setting boundaries for things that you do not like? Are you expressing yourself over the things that you do like? Are you putting your foot down if it's something that you do not like? And are you uh, looking into it, um, applying resources and indulging in the things that you do like? Now, I think that goes right into, you know, listening to yourself is essential to being your true self, right? Because at the end of the day, we can sit here and we can say whatever we want to other folks, but we're alone in our heads in our bed at night. Even if you have a significant other, you're sitting there alone in your thoughts. So if you're not true to yourself, um, to me, it's how could you ever be true to me? You know what I mean? How could you be true to someone else if you cannot be true to yourself? Now, I will say there is so much growth that one has to do to get to this point. A lot of times we just go about life assuming or thinking, hey, yes, I I, I want that. I, I want this. But it's a question mark after it. And I was one of those people at one time, too. Now, when I say it, it still might have a question mark after it because of simply elevation and growth, right? Um, I do not plan on being the same tone that I am today a year from now. You know, hell, a couple of months from now. I make it a point to consistently, consciously grow, elevate, learn, and all of those things. And with learning and absorbing new things, you typically grow into a different person, right? So with you being authentic to yourself and all of that stuff, you should be able to speak to others with that same authenticity, right? So I'm a life coach. I'm a podcaster. I'm a writer. Um, I'm, I'm an influencer of all things that motivate you and get you up and out and doing whatever it is that it you want to do, whatever will catapult your life in the direction that it wants to go. Um, I look at life like the Wizard of Oz. We have these different paths. What choice are you going to make? You can go either way, but one met, one way might be more detrimental than another. So are you conscious? Are you listening to yourself? Are you understanding yourself? Do you get that with you being authentic to yourself that you're going to attract others that are authentic to themselves? And I will say that with me growing and getting rid of distractions and just chiming into myself, that intuition, that gut feeling, that instinct, it screams at me now. Well, I won't say it screams, but it presents neon lights in my head that flicker. Like I was in a dark hall that had neon lights. So discernment, boundaries, um, active listening, listening two times as much as I talk, all of those things have been a big point or, um, lesson in, let's say, the last six months um, as far as my growth and my journey and stuff like that. Now, with a male, they tend to focus on results. So, you know, they want to know, okay, this is the problem. How do I fix it? You know, they don't really care about the rigmarole of everything in between, like the, the meat of the sandwich to get there. They want to know how can we fix it. Now, this is a male that is sure of themselves for the most part. Um, of course, we don't want anyone leading us off a cliff, but a man just wants the facts. Tell me what's the facts. Tell me what's the problem. How can I fix it? And that's it. Whereas with a woman, 
our communication typically focuses on relationships. How can I make this better? What can I do better? How can I be better? How can I support the people around us? So sometimes women can be seen as a little emotional because we are natural fixers. Uh, We want to fix everything. But um, sometimes we have to realize we're talking to our counterparts or the opposite sex that we need to know their communication language as well so that we can have healthy communication with them, right? So active listening also brings you to the present moment, right? So we're sitting there, we're talking. I'm going to give you my undivided attention. Um, I'm looking you in your eyes for the most part. Um, I don't like to have conversations with people when I'm not being um, active, right? So I'm not really paying attention. I'm texting in my phone. You can't text and listen, guys. I don't know if you guys think you can, but you're not actively listening if you are texting and stuff like that. So I like to give people my undivided. Now, there is tons of people that want my undivided. And again, it's discernment. You have to decide who you should be giving your time to and who you shouldn't. But I have found that And my circle, my soul tribe, my soul sisters and brothers or whatever the case may be, we can sit and we can talk for hours, hours and hours and hours. I mean, four, five, six hours about anything and everything. And because we respect each other, we can agree to disagree and be cordial. Um, We're always excited to be around each other again. You know, I'm always looking forward to seeing my sisters and my brothers because I know they're going to give me some kind of insight. Yeah, I know that I absolutely love learning something new every day. So I look forward to that. And I know that they're honest and genuine people. And they're not just going to tell me something because they think I want to hear it. They're going to give me the hard truth as well. And one of the major things with communication, I think, is the fact that sometimes we communicate with people to lick their wounds. You know what I mean? Sometimes this person needs to know, like, you're hitting a brick wall, sweetheart. Like, how can I help you realize what it is that you need to do so you won't consistently keep hitting this brick wall? You know, so sometimes with being a friend or a family member to the people that you care about, it's having those difficult conversations and letting them know, hey, I realized you're off. Something's changed. Are you okay? Is there anything that I could do to help you? Is there anything that I could do to support you? Now, with that being said, some people simply grow. And it's not really nothing to say to this person because you just might not fit into their outline of who they used to be, right? And I say that a lot to people. I don't necessarily say it to people. I do put it in my motivational memes and stuff like that on social media. But I tell people, it's a lot of folks that never going to see me again. You haven't seen me in a while, but baby, let me just put those nails in a coffin right now. You're not going to see me because you do not fit into the outline of what I am now. You are a part of my old outline. And now since I'm filling this new outline of myself, it's nothing that I even see attractive or persuasive that would make me still want to give you my valuable time. And it has nothing to do with the said person. You know, I'm not going to take away from that person and what they're doing. Our interests just don't align anymore. And that's as simple as that, you know, and a lot of people don't understand that. So please understand when somebody is saying that you're acting different, you acting funny, don't take it as, you know, they are talking down on you or anything like that. I take that as a compliment. I absolutely 
love being called weird, a unicorn, you know, you acting funny, you different, you change. Yes, baby. That's just confirmation that I have. And that's just confirmation that you are not on this journey with me. You were there for a season, you know, but we're going to leave that season because now we're in another one. And of course, sometimes you might um, just grow apart from somebody, but you also might come back into contact with them at some point. And that person just might have had to elevate on their own time. We cannot force people to do things when they are not ready to do it. All we can simply do is plant that seed, let them know, hey, baby, I care about you. You fucking up. Get it together. Okay. Love you. Bye. Right. But for people, they sometimes subconsciously, they don't even notice that stuff. They don't even notice that, um, you know, what they communicate, what they are, does not fit into what you are anymore. And I mean, sometimes it's not even their business to because when we're being authentic to ourselves and we're listening to ourselves, we're simply listening to what our body, the energy, aura, whatever you want to call it, is telling us what we don't need to be around and what's telling us what we do need to be around, right? So at the end of the day, if I'm around somebody and they consistently drain me and I get home and I'm tired, I'm irritated, all this stuff, and I was in a great mood before I seen them, that is me discerning. Okay, what is it about today that made me feel different once I got around this person? Now, just me being me, I always like to get people the benefit of the doubt. I'll try it one more time. But after that second time, I feel the same way. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Because I need to be around people that pour into me, not just take away. Now, granted, you know, it's not always 50-50. Sometimes it's 70-30, whatever the case may be. But... The point is we pour into each other. You're not just someone that wants to take, 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 you know? And again, some people might need you for specific reasons and you do what you need to do for you and for those that you love. But I simply do my due diligence and I do not feel guilty about saying no. Just like I don't feel guilty about saying yes, you can never get over on me. I did what I wanted to do for you because I felt like it, because I felt compelled to. I also felt compelled to say no and not do it, you know, so don't beat yourself up if you have to create that distance between somebody or if you have somebody that you simply cannot communicate well with. I'm a firm believer that if you meet somebody, let's say you're dating and y'all bickering back and forth, that's a red flag. If I'm bickering with you now and ain't no F and E's involved, then what is this going to be when I'm in love with you? You know, am I going to want to throw pots and pans and all that extra stuff? And I'm not a violent person by no means. I'm a, I am a survivor of domestic violence. I will never put my hand on nobody unless you're literally trying to take my life. But are you going to consistently trigger me, which is also not their business, but if they know me and they care for me, they do know what some triggers may be. But are you consistently trying to push my buttons because you have my phone number? I don't like that. You know what I mean? When you're with someone that genuinely wants to pour into you, wants to be the best with you, wants to grow with you, they're going to want to know how you tick. They're going to want to make it a point not to just step on your toes just because. You know, they should be able to hold their ground and let you know when you're messing up or when you might need help or support or just a shoulder to cry on. But they also let you live your life and they're also aware of their surroundings and who they are like you should be. Right. So with that being said, blame and criticism also blocks a lot of communication. Now, as humans, whether you say so or not, we all judge people in some way, whether it's intentional, whether it's subconscious, whatever the case may be. We do have our immediate notions of people as we meet them, as they do things, all of that. I tend to like just leave that there. Um, 
Well, I try to. But if I'm talking to someone and I'm like, hey, I don't appreciate how this happened. Or I simply say, I feel this way. You know, if that person was to say, well, you feel that way because of this or you feel that way because of that. Okay, we're blaming. You know what I mean? So if a person is vulnerable enough, like I said in my last episode, if you're vulnerable enough to come to this person, that means that you care for this person. That means that you feel safe with this person you should be able to express yourself without the blame or criticism. Now, giving them your opinion, that's one thing. And we should all know just for giving somebody our opinion doesn't mean they have to run with it. Like, oh, I told you, or I, you know, I, I, I don't like that. Oh, well, didn't I tell you this? Or didn't I tell you that? Don't do that. Like, I, you know, I don't care for people that throw stuff in people's faces because after all, this is our lives. We get one. And yes, we're going to consistently keep um, doing the same things over and over. We're going to meet the same people over and over until we tap into ourselves and figure out what it is that we're doing wrong and how we need to grow and change and all that stuff. But still, blaming and criticizing others doesn't do anything for us. Um, I feel as though it is um, a, a, a not so attractive trait. You know, I've never been in a comparison with anyone. Um, I don't care if people might look at her as prettier or thinner or thicker or whatever. I'm in competition with myself. The only person that's versus me is me. You know what I mean? So I am the baddest, the prettiest, the thickest, the whatever. The sm- I, I, I put that work into myself. And when you're comparing yourself to other people, number one, it just gives you insecurities. You know, you're always comparing, oh, I wish I had this, or I wish I had that. All these things are materialistic things. And you never know what a person went through to get where they are. You know, they might have everything that you can see materialistically. You know, a husband, a ring, a range, a house, a this, a that. And they go into that house, baby, by themselves every night because that man stays out every night. Or they sleep in different bedrooms because they cannot stand each other. But going back to my episode on conveniency, complacency, and cornballery, they're together because they're helping each other with them bills. I cannot tell you guys how many times I was B-R-O-K-E. And as long as I could pay my bills and I had peace of mind, I was okay. I could also tell y'all about times when I was with someone and they paid bills or they helped and contributed. And I was still miserable. They were still ripping and running, doing all kinds of stuff. They didn't care to know how I truly felt. They didn't care about what they did to make me feel certain ways. They just did what they wanted to do. And by all means, we should all do what we want to do. But if you care for somebody, you're simply going to think about them before you do it, especially when it comes to romantic relationships and stuff like that. Now, with that being said, A lot of people say, oh, well, don't play with me. I don't this. I don't that. You know, unfortunately, it's plenty of people that we could sit here and say that to. And they still going to play, you know, and that goes back to discernment and boundaries and all of that. But we teach people how to treat us. So if you meet somebody and they do something you don't like that much, but you like them, it's like, oh, it ain't that big deal. You know, they consistently do it. Now it's four or five, six months later and you explode one day because like, ah, I cannot stand this. And they're looking at you like you're crazy. You didn't necessarily change or grow. You simply held on to something that you didn't care for from the beginning until you popped and exploded. And now they're looking at you like you're crazy. So I like to have those uncomfortable conversations. Um, I guess it's just because I love to talk, but 
I want you, I'm not, I don't sweep stuff under the rug. So if we have a disagreement and we weren't able to discuss it or talk about it at that moment, I'm going to revisit it. Whether it's the next time we see each other or whatever, I'm not going to sit here and have this elephant in the room and we act like nothing happened. No, you know, this is a disagreement. How can we fix this? How can I better understand you? Because I truly want to understand the people that I care for and that are around me. You know, I want to see them succeed. I want them to be successful. I want them to know that they have a friend in me because I feel like I have a friend in them. You know, now with that being said, I've had friends that did all kinds of grimy things to me and, you know, they were never a friend. You know, they were never a friend. Now, those same friends, I have secrets of theirs that I'll still go to my grave with because I'm not going to stoop to their level, you know, and be malicious and all those things just because they want to put more energy into other people than themselves. You know, and some people are literally not here to grow. You know, people always say, are you a follower or are you a leader? Are you a sheep? Are you, you know, but we need followers. Everybody can't be a leader. We need sheep. You know what I mean? Like we need people that don't want to do anything, but let's say work at Walmart. They don't want to be a manager of the store. If everybody wanted to be a manager of the store, who the hell going to ring up people? Who the hell going to stock these shelves? Who the hell going to clean and mop and, you know, all of that stuff? Everybody has a part in their life. So I made it a point to, I'm not going to knock somebody because they might not have a vision of more or because I'm so vivid with my vision that I don't understand why. No, more power to you. Everyone has a place in life. But the point is being able to communicate that and respect other people is typically all that matters. So I just want to let you know that I got some of these tips off of Mixonian.com. And communication is the main thing that we have as humans, guys. How are you communicating with your environment? Do you think you could do better? Do you think those around you need to do better? What are you doing to make sure that you are being the best communicator that you could possibly be? Let me know. Leave a review comment, and as always, always love. To respond to a question, make a suggestion for an episode, to be a guest, or give feedback, reach out to us at info at You can also find us on social media at Tone Motivates, on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and at Shades of Tone underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, you can find us at ToneMotivates.com where all of those links are as well.